0: What are some of the names for God in the Bible, and what do they mean? What do the names for Jesus Christ mean in Isaiah 9:6? And what's some easy catechism questions we can teach our kids? The answers to these questions when we understand the text.
1: This is When We Understand the Text, a daily Bible study in the Word of Christ, who reigns as King forever, and is coming soon to judge the living and the dead. Find all our videos online at www.utt.com. Here once again is Pastor Gabe.
0: Thank you, Becky. You're welcome. Who is here? Oh, we've got a little guest. No, I'm saying you. You is here. Me? Yeah. Yeah, me too. You've got a little guest. <laughs> I said, thank you, Becky. Who is here?
1: Oh, I thought you were asking who is here. No,
0: who is? But but now let's move on to that part. <laughs> so who is here?
1: Uh, someone who's about to go to sleep. We
0: got a little tiny one. So you might hear these like uh, little piggy noises.
1: <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Over the course of the episode, and that's the little tiny one who is with us today. Yeah. It's baby Zeke. Yep, yep. His first what episode. Well, first what episode with us outside of the womb.
1: Outside the womb,
0: He's heard us do this plenty of times before. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, lots. (laughs) And has made it very uncomfortable at times, too. (laughs) that's right.
0: (laughs) Becky having to shift her weight this way and...
1: Belly that way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because he sat on your hip. <laughs> yes. Almost uh, like what, from month five or something like that?
1: Uh, maybe. I don't think it was that soon. I think it, but it was definitely when he was heavier, um, from month seven at least. Yeah. And then on through until well basically the day of yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then surprise so we've he was joked, not there anymore
0: we've joked that if one of these days Becky needs hip replacement surgery yes he's gonna have to pay for it
1: he is he's
0: covering mama's medical bills
1: <laughs> at least the left one <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. if it's the left hip
1: <laughs> yeah good times
0: well in case you didn't know in case you didn't hear on a previous episode he was born on September the 1st hmm. What time was it? Four twenty in the afternoon? Yes Is that when it was? Yeah. Yes. four twenty. He was eight pounds exactly.
1: hmm
0: And twenty inches. hmm Yeah.
1: Yep. Everything's pretty round.
0: <laughs> pretty round. Yep. Becky was round, the baby's round.
1: <laughs> I meant the numbers. <laughs> There's no point two or anything. That was
0: just <laughs> Oh, check. Okay. Twenty that's inches. Yeah, that's right.
1: Flat and eight pounds flat. And you know.
0: Well, I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I do have to admit I was pretty round. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm flattening out now.
0: <laughs> Both of your boys, you just carried way out front.
1: Uh, He... Th- Ezekiel, I did not carry as far out front as Zachary.
0: Yeah, Zege was oh, definitely way from Oh My goodness, yeah.
1: he was ginormous.
0: You had no lap left when I you didn't. sat down. Yeah, I
1: had two inches of my knees showing, the tops of my <laughs> knees showing whenever I sat down. Yeah, it was insane. I joked about how I swallowed a watermelon seed, and that's what happens. Yeah.
0: But I fight some kids <laughs> after you had Mariah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I think you shrunk down. You might have been lower in weight than when we got married.
1: Um, you became
0: a tiny thing there for a I was bit. about
1: the same, actually. It was pretty
0: close to the same? It was
1: pretty close to the same, yeah. So that was pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: So but, he made you put it all back on. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I had put it on prior, too, but then he helped yeah. add some extras.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, babe, you think you're going to be able to make it to G3?
1: Um, I'm thinking the kids are trying to push me into leaning towards yes on that one. Okay but still uh, kind of up in the air I'm still up in the air it's
0: less than two weeks away now
1: I can barely walk a thousand steps I know that's, that's the true. parking lot alone yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's not even getting in the building
0: she's struggling getting around right now still as yeah. she's recovering
1: so pray for me continue to pray for me that'd be awesome I'd love to go I really would my
0: mom's begging you to come yeah
1: I know so I, know. That's I something. really want to go yeah this <laughs> but at the same time I, I want to be realistic about it too and not overdo it
0: yeah because we went to the wokeness and the gospel conference together mm-hmm. that was in june mm-hmm. and you could do one day of that i
1: did one day yeah. and it wasn't even a full day like yeah, it wasn't. i was because oh, we started man. a little
0: we were a little late when that would. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah it was i, I don't know it was the afternoon the, it was the afternoon that it started
0: yeah something like that and then we but left we, in the evening we left in the evening during the last session mm-hmm. i think it was, yeah
1: yeah because i i couldn't i couldn't sit there anymore
0: but that was different. You were carrying a baby inside In at that time. Yeah, <laughs> He was sitting on your hip at that time.
1: Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> well, we thank you for all of our, uh, all of our, all of your prayers. Yes, definitely. Of, uh, we're thankful for all of our prayers as well. And uh, anyway.
1: The, the prayers for us.
0: yes. Yes. All of your encouragement and everything else, and we've received some nice donations from some folks as well
1: Oh yeah, to help
0: us get to the conference, so thank you for your consideration there.
1: Thank you.
0: And if you want to know how else you may give to the ministry, you can go to www.utt.com, click on the Give tab, Mm -hmm. and there'll be information there on how you can give. Some of that contribution is helping pay for Booth and getting us to the conference Mm -hmm. and Paying for a website and stuff like that, so we're we're always appreciative of that.
1: Maybe maybe moving the studio.
0: I'm I haven't even been trying. <laughs> now we are in a different location right now. We've moved yes. it to my office, so we're it's not cooler in, here. It is we're not in that closet anymore, which the air wasn't blowing in there anymore. It was just hot mm-hmm. and stuffy in that closet. Yeah. So I've managed to arrange the office, and I'm still making uh, some improvements to the office. There's going to be some sound panels over here. Oh, that'll
1: be good. Kind of yeah. dampen
0: this wall a little bit more. But I'm really not off trying. Off to his left, by the yeah, way. Yeah, off to my left. Yes, as you can see.
1: <laughs> Imagine.
0: <laughs> you can see our cute little baby in here too, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I'm not trying to do anything at home anymore. It's the garage was too big an uh, an effort. It took too long to get rid of that couch, and then once we got the couch out, we've got other stuff that has to go in there mm-hmm. that we're trying to move out.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a lengthy process.
0: This isn't as convenient as the previous house because that office was oh' it was perfect so nicely constructed in there the way and that was before we bought it
1: mm-hmm. and um, it just happened to work out yeah it just well.
0: worked right and it was at the same time that we were starting this yeah. that we bought that house and then we moved and all of my conveniences went away yeah you know?
1: <laughs> that's all right
0: no we're really happy to be here and very very grateful to our church as well. So we've had lots of folks that have made meals for us. Oh
1: yes, it has been wonderful. We have reaped so many benefits from that. Yes, <laughs> all that delicious food. I'm gonna get some recipes later. Just the extra, so
0: the extra ten pounds that. that I've put on—it definitely shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're not popping buttons yet, though. <laughs> Becky
0: gave up eight pounds. I put on eight pounds, so. <laughs>
1: I always said you had to weigh more than me, no matter what the time yeah. of year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've had so many nice gifts. You've got a baby mm. shower tomorrow. Yes, I do. The, well, it's not called a shower after the baby's born.
1: Correct. It's a sip and see is what they call it.
0: Sip and see.
1: Mm-hmm. So you just come and get refreshments and then you see the baby. Is that a Southern thing? I have no idea.
0: Is that uh, did any of you out there? Do you regularly have sip and sees? I grew up in the South, but I don't remember this term.
1: Yeah. Well, sip and see. This is like... Post COVID too, so it might be a new thing. I don't know. Well, that's a know. different
0: kind of C. We don't want that C. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Everybody stay healthy. Be yes. smart. Yes. But still go to church. Just yes. use wisdom and discernment. Uh well, on Friday we take questions from the listeners, and finally Becky's back with me to do this. Woohoo! You can send your questions to when we understand the text at gmail.com. This first one is from Harmony Joy. And Harmony's name. Her email just goes right with her name. Uh, even the email that I got has a little icon on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, the little avatar. Okay, and yeah. I can tell it's her face, but it's really teeny tiny and you can't zoom in on it. Okay. And she's super happy even in the little avatar. Oh, fine. She uses lots of exclamation points and capital letters and says SO in all caps. Thank you so <laughs> much. So I she's love it. She's happy even in her emails. Hey Pastor Gabe, congratulations on baby Ezekiel. I hope you are all resting the best you can. Yes, the best we can.
1: He actually sleeps really well.
0: What, like twenty to twenty one hours? He's sleeping right now. Yeah. He, he is. was awake when we came in here yes. and now he's asleep.
1: Yep. He's um <laughs> he sleeps about four hours maybe. Yeah.
0: At a time. Yeah, at a yeah, time. Yeah, I'm talking like over a twenty four hour period, he's probably asleep twenty of those hours. Isn't that right?
1: I don't even know. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure it my is. My days have been blurring together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you still got to wake up when he wakes up, but yep. he's he's out most of the time. Yeah. He is a chill baby.
1: He is so good. Yes. Yep.
0: God blessed us with a fifth one and really blessed us with this fifth one, too. Mm, so. <laughs> i <I'm>
1: so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, harmony goes on. So yes. I was wondering if you could do a breakdown on the names of God. Each meaning like Yahweh, Lord, Jehovah, and so on. Even the names described for Jesus in Isaiah 9 and throughout the Bible. I would really just love to learn more about my wonderful, gracious, and faithful God. Even if you could add facts and names of the Holy Spirit. Can't split up the Holy Trinity. And as much detail as you can possibly share. Thank you so much in advance. God bless you and your precious family. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of names for God, so I, I, this, this could go even beyond uh, this episode. And then to <laughs> also throw in some names for the Holy Spirit. So we might have to split that up into another uh, Q&A. Sure. But this one for now, let's go through some basic names that we see in the Bible for God. Mm-hmm. The most basic is L. Yes. E-L, that's E-L. it. Mm-hmm. Right, so in Hebrew it's just L. Uh, my name, Gabriel, has E-L at the end. Ezekiel's name has E-L at the end. These are both Hebrew names. Mm-hmm. So when a name has E-L in it like that, it's likely God is what it is what it means. So Gabriel means man of God or messenger of God. Mm-hmm. So that's where the, the L part of my name translates as God. So you have L, that's also short for Elohim or Eloah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: E-L-O-A-H, which means mighty, strong, and prominent. El is associated with some other qualities, such as integrity and also jealousy. So we read in Deuteronomy 5, 9, that the Lord our God is a jealous God. He will not share us with any other false God, but he is the one true and only God. But really, it comes down to might. The word El meaning might. As in mighty? Mighty, right. Okay. So so as we say, mighty to save. Oh, yeah. He is El, Eloah. And then of course Eloah, that's not the one that we commonly use or commonly uh, commonly think of. What is the other L name that is more common for God? Elohim? Elohim, right. Exactly. That means that also means mighty, but it can also mean creator. So you okay. have El meaning mighty or strong. You have Elohim that means creator. And so the reference to God as creator in Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Hmm. The Hebrew word there is Elohim. Then you have God's true name that he revealed to Moses. It doesn't appear until Exodus chapter three when he's speaking to Moses through the burning bush. But God's true name is Yahweh, Yahweh, the tetragrammaton spelled Y-H-W-H, no vowels in Hebrew. Right. So we just... Uh, articulate that as Yahweh. It's also pronounced Jehovah. Mm-hmm. There are some that will say Jehovah. It's the same name, just a different pronunciation. I'll explain really? that here in just a moment. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's neat. So
0: now that one's not as uh, that that one's more recent. Oh, okay. Only came about just a few hundred years ago, before the translation of the King James Bible. But it's it's not the the way that Yahweh was originally said. Oh, okay. But we translate Yahweh in most English translations of the Bible when you look in the Old Testament and you see capital L-O-R-D, all caps. Mm -hmm. So bigger L and then smaller O-R-D in capital letters. Mm -hmm. Every time where you see that as Lord, that's, that's Yahweh. OK, so Yahweh in Deuteronomy six four, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Mm-hmm. That's Yahweh there. You have Yahweh all throughout the Psalms. Even if you've been listening to the Proverbs study on Thursdays yesterday, I had a couple of mentions of Yahweh and in, in Proverbs chapter 16. So everywhere the tetragrammaton appears in the legacy standard Bible. They're not using the capital Mm L-O-R-D. They're using Yahweh. Yeah, the covenant name of God with his people, Yahweh. Now, the reason why it was translated Lord is because uh, the Hebrews, the Jews, were afraid of sinful, wicked Gentile people using the name of God incorrectly. Mm -hmm. So the name of God was so sacred to them, they didn't want just anybody saying it. Uh, So when they wrote their scriptures, when they translated it from Hebrew into Greek. So you have the Old Testament that was translated into Greek and you have the Septuagint or hmm. the Septuagint. Uh, Then all of the appearances of Yahweh there are translated Lord. So that was first done in the Greek. And it's Adonai is the name that gets used there. So Adonai. And then in the New Testament, it's Adonai. So every appearance of Lord in the New Testament is Adonai. It's not Yahweh. Hmm. But it's the way that Greek-speaking Jews would, uh, would use the name of God. They would just use the name Adonai.
1: Okay.
0: Now, right before the translation of the King James Bible, there was a guy by the name of Petrus Gallatinus, who took that word Adonai and the name Yahweh, mm-hmm. the Tetragrammaton without any vowels. And he took the vowels from Adonai and he moved it down into Yahweh. Okay. And so that made it spell uh, it. That spelled it out then as Y A H O W A H. Hmm. But in German, the Y is pronounced with a J. Right. So the pronunciation became Jehovah. Ah. That's where Jehovah came from. So it was. And the W W is a V. Right.
1: Pronounced like a V. Yeah.
0: Pronounced like a V in German. So that was late 15th century. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that name originated from. But it's taking. Adonai in the New Testament, the Mm -hmm. way the Greeks would use the name of the Lord, and then combining that with the Tetragrammaton Yahweh. Now, of course, that became something very legalistic among the scribes and the Pharisees. Like, we shouldn't be saying the name of God at all. Mm -hmm. So it went from being something where we don't want the Gentiles saying the name of Yahweh and misusing that name. So it went from that into, well, we shouldn't speak the name of Yahweh at all, because... You know, look Look how holy I can be because I don't say God's name. Right. That way I'm holier lest I misuse it. Right. And that's why it was even so controversial for Jesus to say I am, to uh-huh. make pronouncements of himself as I am, because that, that would have been appalling to the Pharisees. What's he saying?
1: Yeah, true. We're not yeah. supposed to
0: be saying that. Uh, anyway, so these are names for God, just kind of running through a few of the basic ones that we have in Scripture. Uh, uh, so Adonai, I mentioned Adonai. El Elohim, Adonai, and Yahweh. And then, of course, in uh, our English translations, it's Lord. So here's something that's been lost because of that. When you read in a place like Philippians 2, 10, and 11, Mm -hmm. at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord Mm -hmm. to the glory of God the Father. What gets lost in that is, is what is Paul saying that Jesus Christ is Yahweh? Mm. He is Yahweh.
1: <clears throat> I didn't realize that was all caps there.
0: Well, it's not. Oh, in the New not. Testament, it's not. No, the, that spelling of the word Lord is only in the Old Testament. Oh. But when the, when huh. the, um, uh, the, the letters, the epistles, the gospels, right. and then, of course, Revelation, when you have all of that written in Greek, when they write the name of God, they write the name Adonai. So it doesn't get translated into all caps. It's just Lord. But that's the name that they use for God in place of using the name Yahweh. But when Paul says that God has given Jesus the name that is above every name. Right. It doesn't mean that Jesus Christ is the name above every name, although that's true. I mean, Uh his name is above every name. Right. But it doesn't mean God is giving the name Jesus Christ or making it the name above every name. It means he's giving Jesus Christ the name Yahweh. Mm. He is Yahweh. Okay. He was Yahweh before.
1: And he's Yahweh now. And
0: he's Yahweh now. The God man, Jesus Christ, is Yahweh. That's that's what gets lost in translation, if you'll yeah, pardon the definitely. phrase. Right. So we kind of miss that understanding that, that Paul is actually referencing Christ as Yahweh. And when you read in Psalm 23, you know Psalm 23 begins as the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. Right. It's Yahweh is my shepherd. Uh, So now that's what we have in the legacy standard Bible. Right. Psalm 23 begins, Yahweh is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus is the good shepherd, according to John 10. And everything that he says of himself lines right up with Psalm 23, something else, something else that gets lost in translation. So you realize as Jesus is describing himself as the good shepherd, Mm -hmm. he's describing himself exactly as you see the good shepherd described in Psalm 23. Jesus is Yahweh. Mm -hmm. He is the good shepherd. That's one of the wonderful things that I've come into appreciating more as I've been reading through the Legacy Standard Bible, because you just—it's different when you see Yahweh right there in front of your eyes. Yeah, it's like I knew that, but yeah. you, you just don't behold it as much,
1: right? And, it it kind of becomes like a, a a normal, like it's not—it uh, it doesn't have the the emphasis that yeah, it used to. Exactly,
0: right? Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Anyway, uh, there's a, a, going down a few of those names. Now, the other question that Harmony had asked. Was about the names for Jesus in Isaiah 9. I wrote about this in my book, 25 Christmas Myths and What the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Because one of the myths that I address in that book is that Jesus is the Father. Jesus oh, right. is God the Father, based on a misreading of Isaiah 9 6. Mm-hmm. So this is the verse we hear it every Christmas, for to us a child is born, mm-hmm. to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So what do these four names for Christ mean? It's obviously prophetic, looking, right. looking toward Christ. So what do these four names mean? It does not mean that Jesus is God the Father. That's a misunderstanding of what's being said there. Wonderful Counselor. Isaiah 28, 29 explains that the Lord is wonderful in counsel and excellent in wisdom. Oh, there he is. He's speaking up. Right when I'm reading to us, a child is born.
1: <laughs> and on cue. <laughs> right on cue.
0: My son is speaking up. That's that's me, right?
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's
0: not you, son. Not you. But we're we're glad you're here. Okay. So Psalm 33, 11, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart. To all generations. How about mighty God? Jesus is called mighty God. Psalm 50 verse 1. The mighty one. God the Lord speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. We've already talked about God being mighty. Mm-hmm. That name El being yes. mighty. Mighty one. So how about everlasting father? Jesus is the everlasting father. How do we understand that? Psalm 103 13 says as a father shows compassion to his children so the lord shows compassion to those who fear him deuteronomy 8 5 know then in your heart that as a father disciplines his son the lord your god disciplines you jesus said those whom i love i reprove and discipline so be zealous and repent that is out of revelation three nineteen. now before explaining that let's go on to the last one Prince of peace. Psalm 46, nine says he makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Jesus said to his disciples, peace. I leave with you. My peace. I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give it to you? Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. That's in John 14, 27. So he is our Prince of Peace. So how do we understand these names for Jesus? All four of these titles in Isaiah 9, 6 are also exemplified in Psalm 68. Mm. So Psalm 68, which is pointing to Christ. Mm -hmm. Wonderful Counselor, verse 11, the Lord gives the word. Mm. Wonderful counsel. Mighty God, verses 33 and 34, he sounds out his voice, his mighty voice, ascribe power to God. Everlasting Father, verse 5, father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation.
1: Mm.
0: And then verse 20, Prince of Peace, our God is a God of salvation and to God the Lord belong deliverances from death. So, in this way, all of these qualities that are demonstrated in Psalm 68 are referring to Christ, and Isaiah there in Isaiah 9 6 is showing that. Uh. So, he is our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father. The Father that's talked about in the Psalms is Jesus Christ, not the Father person of the Trinity, but that Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. So, we have come to faith through Jesus Christ. He is the one who cares for the fatherless. He is the one who cares for widows. Mm -hmm. That's simply the reference. That's simply the understanding there. Jesus never calls himself the father. He says that he is one with the father, John 10, 30. But that is not the same thing as calling himself the father. Right. He never refers to himself as the father. The father never calls himself the son. Right. They are distinct persons, one God. He
1: prays to the father.
0: He prays to the father. Right. So who's Jesus praying to Mm -hmm. if he's the father? Not himself. That's a very good point. And, and in. But uh, kind of
1: himself.
0: <laughs> in Matthew 28, right before Jesus is leaving his disciples and mm-hmm. he gives the Great Commission, and he says there, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Given to him by whom?
1: Right. By the Father.
0: It, it's given to him by the Father. That's right. All right. Well, thank you for your question, Harmony. I said we were going to have to split this up so we could get to other questions, and Harmony, you've taken up our whole episode here. (laughs) This next one comes from Sheena. She says, Hi, Pastor Gabe. I'm a listener of your podcast, and I truly enjoy your Bible-saturated, verse-by-verse approach to teaching. Thank you for that, Sheena. I'm a mother of two young children, ages two and a half and three and a half. Mm -hmm. Bless your heart. That's busy. Yeah.
1: It's a busy house. That's
0: that's practically twins right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we want to teach them a. That's like that's like being pregnant for two years, yeah. a year and a half,
1: basically. That's, that's a long time to have diapers. Yeah,
0: it's true. <laughs> and they don't end at once. One gets potty trained, yeah. and the other one's still in diapers. So yeah, that's
1: unless you you time it, and if you go a little bit longer with the older, then you can kind of time and then it a little too.
0: sooner with the uh-huh. with the younger. Yeah. Okay, I got it.
1: You kind of play that um, competitive nature.
0: Yeah, that's true, right. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two girls that are just two years apart. Yes. and But they are really competitive.
1: Yes, they are. <laughs>
0: uh, and Mariah's heart gets broken, or I guess it's Aria. Aria's heart gets broken when she can't keep up with her brother. Yes. So Aria's six, Zeege is ten, mm-hmm. and if she can't do what Zeege does... Mhm. She is just beside herself. She's going to yes. keep at this until I beat Zija's record. Right. <laughs> right. Which I, I keep trying to tell her, "Sweetheart, he's a 10-year-old boy." Yes. "You're a 6-year-old girl." That's <laughs> it's that's a difference. significant difference. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're probably not going to do it. She so has the
1: spirit for it though. She has the spirit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the spirit just is not willing.
1: The capability. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes. Uh, this summer, it was at the pool. Zige was holding his breath underwater for like forty-five seconds. Yeah. It was amazing how long he could hold it under, uh, for his size and and um,
1: for just starting skill. That. Yeah, yeah. For just
0: starting that, and so Arya is trying to beat him. Uh huh. And. Just not not even getting close. close. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And she would come up and I would tell her how many seconds she was under and she would just cry. I'm like, Aria, you just have to accept, sweetheart. It's (laughs) probably not going to be this year if it is going to happen. So, yeah, just swim and have fun. Stop trying to beat his underwater record.
1: But then Mariah comes along. She's just two years younger than Aria. And she's like right up there. Can hold her breath
0: as long as Aria can. Yeah. Yeah. They do very well. Anyway, so, yeah, I was right in the middle of Sheena's sentence. You, you I were finish. doing competitive nature. That's right. I'm a mother of two young children, ages two and a half and three and a half, and I want to teach them a catechism that would be easy and brief enough for a small child to memorize. I've been using the new City Catechism for Kids, which is developed by the Gospel Coalition, for this purpose, and I have had success as they can already respond to the first seven questions. But I wanted to reach out to you to see... What you think of that material, if you detect anything theologically problematic in it, or if you had any other better suggestion, it is very important to me, as you can imagine, to get this correct. Thank you for your ministry. Well, I remember going through New City Catechism. This would have been in 2015 is the last time I looked at it. I don't remember seeing any problems with it. In fact, I was considering incorporating it in some of the kids' classes that we were doing at our church in Kansas. Mm-hmm. But I just never pulled the trigger on it. So we we did not end up using it. But when I went through it, I remember it being fine. I would not use it today mm-hmm. simply because of things that have changed with the Gospel Coalition over the last six years. Their stance. Yes. yeah, uh, And also with Tim Keller, who was one of the co-authors of, oh, gotcha. of yeah. the New City Catechism. So I don't recommend it. Uh, my recommendation would just simply be to pull up Keach's Catechism mm-hmm. or – Grab one of those catechism books that has uh, the London Baptist Confession of Faith in it and then the catechism in the end. You can buy one of those off of Amazon, I think, for like 12 bucks yeah, or something like that, hardbound. hard like band. That. And I know that um, uh, Founders Ministry sells them as well. Mm-hmm. And you have those, what are they, Grace and Truth books? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that Founders sells also. You can find those on their website. Now, I have put together 10 very basic catechisms, because you're talking about kids that are two and a half and three and a half. And when we're teaching our kids at that young, they need short phrases. They cannot go long. They will not remember it. They can barely talk. So <laughs> yeah. you've gotta got to have, you gotta have some, uh, some short phrase things for them to be able to recite and remember. So I've got 10 of them for you here, and these come straight from the Scriptures. They're straight from verses, and I've got verses attached to them as well, so you can share the verses with your kids also. So I think it's good that you teach them catechism, the, the goal of catechism is that they understand principles that come from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Memorizing scripture is even better than memorizing catechism. Right. But the catechism's short enough, and it comes straight from the Bible, and you can show them where it is in the Bible. So it's kind of like you're teaching them some biblical principles, applying deep theological truths mm-hmm. from even a very, very young age. So here's some 10 basic catechism questions for you. I'm presenting these to you here, and then I'm also going to publish them in the blog. And for anybody else that's listening, the blog link is going to be in this episode. Mm -hmm. So just click on the link, and that'll take you to those 10 questions if you want to use them at home. Very simple to use for little kids. All right. So question number one, who is Jesus Christ? Answer, Jesus Christ is Lord. There you go. There you go. Simple and basic. Easy enough for a a two-and-a-half-year-old to recite, right? (laughs) Who is Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is Lord. And the verse that goes along with that, well, we've mentioned Philippians 2, 10, and 11. Uh Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Question number two, why did Jesus come? Answer, Jesus came to save sinners. Easy for your kids to memorize yeah. and recite that. First Timothy one fifteen, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. That's a creed in 1 Timothy 1. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I start with that question, who is Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is Lord. That was the first creed in the early church. Jesus Christ is Lord. And then you have mentions of creeds even in the pastoral letters in First and Second Timothy and Titus. Creeds and confessions are not some new thing that we came up with. Right. They've been going from scripture. You see an establishment of creeds and confessions. Yes. And Paul telling Timothy to learn these creeds and confessions and teach Mm -hmm. them to your church. Uh, Question number three. Are there more gods than one? Answer. There is one living and true God. Mm hmm. Deuteronomy 6.4, we've mentioned Mark 12.29, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And 1 Timothy 2.5, there is one God. Question number four, what is the word of God? Answer, the Bible is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And you also find these same questions that I'm giving you, you find them in the Baptist Catechism. Yeah, I'm just shortening the question and the answer. Yes, uh, to simplify it for a, some
1: of them get kind of lengthy.
0: Yeah, they do. They get pretty long, and even our 13 year old has trouble with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with memorizing that. So the Bible is the Word of God. Second Timothy three sixteen. All Scripture is breathed out by God. Question number five. How did God create man? Answer. God created man in His own image. Genesis 127, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Question number six, what is sin? Answer, sin is breaking the law of God. First John 3, 4, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. Question number seven. Babe you're not supposed to be falling asleep over there. I'm not. He's falling asleep. He's fa- he's, he's asleep.
1: He's got me all like cozied up. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm still awake. I'm still here.
0: <laughs> Becky's eyes are drooping. It's like it's just like old times Yeah. when she would come on the podcast and fall asleep.
1: <laughs> that was at like midnight though <laughs> i know
0: it is all it was always after the half hour mark i've got you for half an hour yep,
1: that's about it <laughs> and
0: here's where we are it's
1: all i'm good for
0: <laughs> we've gone past 30 minutes and becky's drooping over here uh,
1: sorry okay here we go i'm saying <laughs> I, some of those verses with you though
0: i get though holding the baby and you're feeling yep. comfortable Yep. because it's hard i do that when i'm giving becky a break so she can sleep i take the the baby downstairs i sit on the couch. And I fall asleep with the baby in my arms. <laughs> so <laughs> we're in my recliner. Yep. Uh, question seven. That's where we are. Who has sinned? Answer: All have sinned and fallen short, short of the glory of God. God. That's a little bit longer, but hey, you can challenge the kids with that. Romans three twenty three is uh, is simply the answer to that particular question. Question number eight: What do we deserve for our sin? Answer. We deserve to die for our sins. Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And you can even, you know, kind of massage these questions a little bit if you want to as well. The answer, we deserve to die. We deserve judgment for our sins, which uh-huh. is what death is. It's judgment. Right. Because of our sin against God, God cursed creation and death was the was the curse. Mm-hmm. So we are saved from death through Jesus Christ. The body still dies because of sin, as Paul talks about in Romans. But the Spirit gives everlasting life by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we deserve to die for our sins. But you have there in Romans six twenty three also the presentation of the gospel: eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
1: I would be careful on making that too soft, though, for even for the young kids. Because you want to not make it so serious, you know, of a thing, I, I would caution you against that because it is a serious thing, and they don't need to start with um, it being, oh, it's okay,
0: right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And then you're trying to fix that later,
0: right? We have that tendency to not want to offend our kids,
1: yeah, or make them scared. I don't
0: want, to, yeah, I don't want to make them scared of God, or sad, but we're supposed to fear God. We are. Not we it, are,
1: and it's important, too. It's, it's. Um, I mean, I don't know. The
0: fear of the it. Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge, mm-hmm. as we have at the beginning of Proverbs. And one of the verses I'm getting to here in a moment is, we are to fear God and keep his commandments. Yes. That's our whole duty. Right. So worship of God is fearing the Lord. Yeah, not being soft with these things with your kids. And
1: sin is serious. Yeah. It's it, a serious offense to God. Exactly. Especially to God. If not, I mean, like, other people, yeah, agreed to them too, but to God especially, because we sin first against him.
0: That's right. Death is a a very serious consequence. Yes. Because sin is a very serious thing. So question number nine, how can we be saved from our sins? Answer, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved.
1: And there's the good news.
0: Acts 16.31 is exactly that answer. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And finally, question 10, what is our ultimate purpose? Answer, to love God and obey his commandments. Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. And John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So there there you go. Some basic catechism questions there for you and your kids. And once again, I'll post them on my blog at The Majesty's Men. You can get there by going to Mm PastorGabe.com. The link will be in the show notes to this episode. Uh, Check out Keach's Catechism, or what's also referred to as the Baptist Catechism. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I just took those questions from... The Baptist Catechism, shorten them up a little bit, but that would be the catechism that I would recommend using.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Usually my first go-to. And my kids like it. Yes, Like, they even do. even our six- and four-year-old love doing the Baptist Catechism. Yes. So it's not too over their heads. I might change a the or a thou in there
1: <laughs> yeah. from
0: the Old English to something a little more modern, but right. yeah, it's, it's uh, good to learn those biblical principles and being able to condense them down. In short, catechized points uh-huh. that help children understand what we read in the Bible and applying it. Yes. Applying it to our faith and to our belief. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's it. All right. We're at the end. Don't forget about G3, which is yes. coming up in less than two weeks now.
1: Oh, it and, is soon.
0: Yep. So you can register by going online. You can still register. They've got six 6,000 tickets sold. Hey. And just a few more seats left, I think. So it's already pretty packed, mm-hmm. but you can still get in. It's g3min.org. The letter g, the number 3, m i n.org. And you can register that way. We'll have a booth there in the exhibition hall. We hope to see you there. We hope to see Becky there.
1: (laughs) I hope to see you all there.
0: (laughs) We're hoping to make this work. All right, let's pray. Yes, let's. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our time together, being able to do this broadcast and being able to behold the wonders of the glory of God that we find in your word. We've talked today about the names of God and even exploring some of those names. They teach us something about God. We have considered catechism and how we may learn basic principles of the scriptures and apply them to our faith, to our life that changes us, that we may live according to your commandments, holy and blameless before you because of the righteousness that we've been given in Jesus Christ. If we wear his righteousness, teach us to walk according to your commands. Thank you for the gift of children, this precious little one, the newborn that has been with us as we've been doing this episode here, spoke up only once when he heard that a child has been born. (laughs) But we celebrate and rejoice the gift of Jesus Christ to this world, who died on the cross for our sins, rose again from the grave... Ascended into heaven, where he is seated at the right hand of God, he is coming soon to judge the living and the dead. All who have faith in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, we pray in his great name. Amen.
1: Amen.